Have a good one, Hong Kong. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is anti-extradition protesters prepare to take to the streets of Kowloon as high-speed rail tickets are taken off sale. Lawmaker Joseph Lee accuses the government of a complete failure to connect with the public. And Britain's top envoy in Washington dubs President Trump inept. Security has been stepped up around the West Kowloon high-speed rail terminus ahead of a march by anti-extradition protesters that's due to begin in a couple of hours. Only people with valid tickets and ID are being allowed into the station, and the MTR Corporation has stopped selling tickets to and from the terminus for the rest of the day. There's a heavy police presence in the area, and police sources say a thousand officers are on standby. Protesters will assemble at Salisbury Garden in Chimsache before marching to the station. They say they want to explain to visitors why they oppose a proposal to allow extradition to any jurisdiction, including the mainland. Lawmaker Joseph Lee says the events of the past few weeks demonstrate the government's complete failure to connect with the public. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, the health services sector legislator said that senior officials hadn't been able to give the public solid answers to the concerns about their proposal to amend the extradition law and the, pro- and the protests that followed. Mr. Lee said this had reinforced the idea that the administration was not listening to them. I believe that every attempt has to be made to address existing social tensions for trust, mutual respects and rational discourse. To move the city forward, I will appeal to the government to have the courage to adopt an open and youth-friendly attitude, starting off a direct dialogue with Hong Kong people, especially the youngsters and students. It would be difficult, but this is what a sensible and responsible government has to be done. An online platform that offers support to young people experiencing emotional distress says it's seen the number of people seeking help increase more than fourfold in recent weeks. Lin Tang of the University of Hong Kong's Center for Suicide Research and Prevention said that on some days more than 400 people contacted the Open Up platform. It typically deals with 80 to 90 people per day. She cautioned against glorifying the act of suicide or oversimplifying the causes after the deaths of four people who opposed changes to the extradition law. A teenage boy has died after being stabbed in a street brawl in Yunlong. The 17-year-old was attacked in Hop Choi Street at about 9 p.m. last night during a fight that police said involved more than 10 people. The teenager was declared dead at Pokoi Hospital. No arrests have been made so far. Leaked emails from the British ambassador to Washington, D.C. have described President Trump's administration as inept, insecure and incompetent. The memos from the ambassador, Kim Darrick, were obtained by a British newspaper, The Mail, on Sunday. The BBC's Andy Moore reports. Kim Darrick writes that it's doubtful the Trump administration will ever look competent. He says you need to make your points simple, even blunt, in order to get through to the president. One memo sent only last month says America's policy on Iran is incoherent and chaotic. It states Mr Trump's public claim that he decided against attacking Iran because it would cause 150 deaths just doesn't stand up. The Foreign Office said the British public would expect their ambassadors to provide an honest, unvarnished assessment of the politics in their countries. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, has asked for help from the U.S. federal government after two powerful earthquakes hit the state in as many days. 
Mr Newsom said there had been significant damage to critical infrastructure and that assistance from Washington was needed to save lives and protect property and public health. We all have an opportunity now to get more prepared, to be more vigilant, to look at our building codes, look at our home hardening. We all, I think, have a unique role and responsibility to prepare individually to be prepared for the next earthquake of magnitude even greater than 7.1. A huge explosion has destroyed part of a shopping center near Fort Lauderdale in Florida, injuring 21 people. Authorities there said it was caused by a suspected gas leak. These people describe what went through their minds when they heard the blast. It's a terrible event. Look at the debris here. I think of 9-11. My first initial instinct was, this is an earthquake, but I was like, I'm in Florida, so obviously it's not an earthquake. I was just terrified, honestly. And all of a sudden I heard a loud boom and really thought it was fireworks. We got our workout in, picked up the kids, walked out, got, got in the car, drove away, and, and as we drove away, everything exploded. Um, it was a, a pretty crazy scene. The houses shook. They said it, it sounded like their windows blew out, like it was just a loud bang in all the houses, even, and I live a mile from here. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. France and Iran have agreed to look at resuming talks to try to save Tehran's nuclear deal with world powers. During a phone call with President Hassan Rouhani, President Emmanuel Macron expressed his strong concern about the consequences of abandoning the 2015 accord, which has been in jeopardy since the U.S. pulled out last year. The BBC's Jonathan Marcus reports. On Sunday, Iran is expected to announce that it's breaching another of the agreement's limits by raising the level of its uranium enrichment. Ahead of this move, the French and Iranian presidents have agreed over the coming week to explore the conditions for a renewal of dialogue between all the parties to the nuclear agreement. But it's going to be hard, if not impossible, to get the Americans back on board. Iran is suffering severely from US sanctions. The Europeans are struggling to do much to relieve this pressure, and the fate of the nuclear deal itself is now more precarious than ever. Polls have opened in Greece's snap general election. Opinion polls suggest the centre-right New Democracy Party, led by Kyriakos Mitsotakis, is on course for victory. The left-wing Sidisa party of Prime Minister Alexis Tsipras is likely to lose after years of austerity, with unemployment now at around 20%. More details from the BBC's Kevin Connolly. Alexis Tsipras led his radical leftist Syriza party into power on a promise to fight back against the European Union, the International Monetary Fund and the conditions they set for bailing out the Greek economy. But he ended up applying their policies and the result was years of austerity. Opinion polls here suggest that Mr Tsipras is about to be punished for failing to live up to his promises. Kyriakos Mitsotakis, who's likely to emerge as the new Prime Minister, has a reputation for competence rather than flair. He's promising continued growth, better managed public finances and more jobs. The Brazilian singer and guitarist Jean Gilberto has died at 88. Jean Gilberto is considered to have revolutionized Brazilian music and created Bossa Nova. The BBC's Leonardo Rocha looks back at his life. With this recording of Chega de Saudade, João Gilberto introduced Bossa Nova to the world in 1958. He created a new beat with his unique guitar style, mixing traditional samba music with modern jazz influences. His music depicted a period of huge optimism in Brazil, an urban industrialized country that was building a new capital and dreaming of better. His versions of songs like Quiet Nights and The Girl from Ipanema became standards in world music. 
For the past decade, João Gilberto lived alone in a hotel in Rio, struggling with mental health issues. Sport and the final of the Women's World Cup is just hours away. Defending champions, United States take on the Netherlands in the final in France at 11 p.m. Hong Kong time. The BBC's Alex Kapstick has a preview. They are the superpowers of the women's game, so it's no surprise the USA have got this far. They've had to do it the hard way, though, getting past the host nation France in a super-tense quarter-final, followed by another blockbuster in which they narrowly defeated England. It's a team full of quality and character, many of the squad featured in the successful campaign in Canada four years ago. It's been a meteoric rise for the new kids on the block. It was only a decade ago that the Dutch made their first appearance at an international tournament. They've since become European champions, and now, in only their second World Cup, they've reached the final. The head of the Egyptian Football Association, Hani Aboraida, has announced his resignation after the country was knocked out of the African Cup of Nations. Egypt, the host of this year's competition and seven-time champions, were beaten 1-0 by rank outsiders South Africa, who will play Nigeria in the quarterfinals. Nigeria had earlier beaten reigning champions Cameroon by three goals to two. Speaking to reporters after the game, the Nigeria manager, Gernot Rohr, said it made up for his team's shock defeat against Madagascar last week. This game was a wonderful football game. A lot of emotion for everybody. We started with humility because after the defeat against Madagascar, we had to be really in the big solidarity also. And I'm happy now, especially for the players who made the mistakes against Madagascar and who could win the match today. To end the news, our top stories once again. Anti-extradition protesters prepare to take to the streets of Kowloon as high-speed rail tickets are taken off sale. Lawmaker Joseph Lee accuses the government of a complete failure to connect with the public and Britain's top envoy in Washington dubs President Trump inept. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Here's the thing, we started our friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah, since you've been gone. You never hear me say It's how I picture me with you That's all you ever hear 